Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Oh, this is interesting. CBS News broke down how far will $100,000 get you in the United States? City by city? Yes. Depending on where you are. Well, in Hawaii, that's a burger and fries. Uh, in Manhattan and San Francisco, your $100,000 goes down quickly. Of course. Uh, in Manhattan, the place where $100,000 is worth the least, those six figures basically are the equivalent of $30,900. Oh, my God. When adjusted for uh, inflation, federal, state, and local taxes, cost of living, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, other New York City boroughs are slightly more affordable than Manhattan. Uh, in Brooklyn, your $100,000 is roughly $43,000. In Queens, it's $50,000. The minimum six-figure salary takes you the furthest in El Paso, Texas. Really? Mm-hmm. Where your $100,000 is equal to $88,000. Hmm. Why can't 100 just equal 100? Top 10 cities where $100,000 is worth the most. Okay, now wait, let me ask. Are these major cities, or are you going to, like, are, French Lick, Indiana? I mean... You've heard of them all. Okay. I would say Kansas City is on the list. It is not in the top ten. <gasps> uh, Des Moines? No. Oklahoma City? Number two. Okay. Uh, think about Kansas City and travel east on I-70. Well... St. Louis yeah, is number St. ten. St. Louis is probably on the list. Number um, ten. Uh, it would not be Chicago. It would nope. not be anywhere in New England. It would be probably down south. What about Jackson, Mississippi, something like that? How about Jacksonville, Florida? Okay. Number eight. Okay. Houston, Texas, number nine. Ooh, now that surprises me. Tulsa, seven. Houston? Yep. Wow. Lubbock, Texas, number five. Okay. San Antonio, four. Wow. Corpus Christi, 
three. Or check that. Look four. at you, San Texas. San Antonio's five. Uh, Memphis, three. Oklahoma City, two. El Paso, Texas, number one. Look at Texas, you, Texas. Texas came in very affordable. Top what ten. Is Texas. Beg your pardon? Nothing. I like Texas. <laughs> uh, top ten cities where hundred grand goes the, the least. Oh, Every city in California and most on the East Coast. Uh, give me a couple. Uh, somewhere in Connecticut, somewhere in Maine, somewhere in New Hampshire. Connecticut never even makes a list. Uh, no? San Francisco. Number three. New York. A- L.A. Number one. And by the way, uh, let me knock off all the New Yorks. Manhattan, number one. Yeah. Brooklyn, number four. Queens, number seven. Uh, and then the rest would have to be in California or pff, Chicago. Chicago is not in the top ten. Huh. Um Number 10, Oakland, California. Number nine, Boston. Number eight, San Diego. Number six, D.C. Number five, L.A. Number three, check that, number two, Honolulu. There it is. I love this story. We're not looking to make it a topic, but it made me smile, okay? A nurse locally and an EMT have been honored for delivering a Belton baby inside of an ambulance Traveling 65 miles an hour. Uh, This is from Channel 9. What started as a scary situation ended with a new life. A baby boy was just born in the back of an ambulance, and it was an experience that no one involved will ever forget. Uh, Victoria Osorio, a mother from Belton, was on Highway 71 when she realized that baby was coming. Ambulance was called, and little Malachi could not wait. He was born in the back of the ambulance, which was traveling at 65 miles an hour. Belton Regional Medical Center. Honored the nurses and EMTs who helped save the little guy's life with their Great Save Award. It was Nurse Laura Smith that delivered Malachi. And the ambulance driver, Eric Weinrich, received an honor as well. Can you imagine driving the ambulance? Uh, go, baby go, is go. drowning. Let's get this train moving, people. Right. Uh, quoting here from uh, the dad, if it wasn't for them, I do not know what would have happened. What would have happened without them? Quoting from Chris Short, Malachi's father fourth baby by the way those fourth babies don't wait i remember at the very beginning of the very hint of the first contraction i was like let's go we're going to the hospital because i was not going to be the woman having a baby on the side of the highway because the fourth babies don't wait what do, you, what do you mean fourth babies don't wait your body knows what's going on because i did it so many times it's like oh yep okay let's push another one out were all all four of your kids born naturally yes you didn't have any c-section no Anyway, congratulations to everyone involved and that sweet little baby boy. You did the epidural every time, right? Oh, hell yes. Okay. You don't get an award for not doing that. I I wouldn't know. I'm a man. Not knocking anyone who goes the natural way. I'm just saying there's no gold star at the end for being in that much pain. I'm like, where's the anesthesiologist? (laughs) I want to be on a first-name basis with that person. Okay. Um, Let's get to St. Louis because this story is Wow. Story here from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Two Southside homeowners are suing the city, demanding the removal of a homeless couple that is squatting on the sidewalk and tree lawn outside of their home. Steve McClanahan and Richard Baumhoff say they are under siege. The squatters are aggressive. Scream at them. They say the smell of excrement emanates from their makeshift tent, and they can no longer sit outside on their front porch in peace. Every time they ask the city for help, they're rebuffed. Says Beavis Shock, the homeowner's lawyer. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, the lawyer's name is Beavis. 
Whose side is the city administration on? The taxpayer, the hard worker, the citizen? Or butthead. I don't have enough time. A man in the tent declined comment on Tuesday. Wait. <laughs> and no one answered the door at A the house. A man in the tent declined comment on Tuesday. This is getting really intense. Uh, the law... <clears throat> out. Get out. Get out. The lawsuit filed Friday marks an escalation in a long-simmering neighborhood drama. For several years, Scott, the homeless couple has bounced from spot to spot just right there at this corner. Like, I don't know, maybe today we're on the northeast corner. Maybe tomorrow we're on the southwest corner. I don't know if we'll have time. And I want you to describe the photo because this looks like an airplane bungalow. It is on what looks to be a very busy residential corner. But by busy, I mean traffic busy. Uh, yeah, there's... Um it's a residential street, but they're right on the corner. They've got of a, a nice busy little front street. porch. It's yeah. a brick and and siding type airplane bungalow, mm-hmm. and then literally twenty five feet less than that from the base of the stairs going down from the house mm-hmm. is this gigantic. Do not call this a tent. What it, do you call this? It would be a. It's a makeshift shelter. It, it's 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 gigantic. It's, it's it's propped up tarps. It takes up the entire curvature of the corner of that intersection. So I would guess that this makeshift shoddy tent, whatever you want to call it, um, by the way, littered, by the way, in the front with um, trash trash and bags, lots of uh, what look like um, grocery bags. I would say that this makeshift multiple tarp tent is no taller than five feet at its highest, but it runs probably, I would guess, 15 feet by about 20 feet. Can you zoom in? Is that a shopping cart and or is it that is, a it, metal it, it, gate? It's, it's two shopping carts that are holding up or great. One, okay. one side and of the And then several buckets, like large industrial buckets, like paint buckets for industrial painting. Like if you were going to paint not just one room, but every room in your house. Yes. So from every vantage point on the front of this house, you look out and you see that. Okay. You can't miss it. However, however, as a homeowner, and I've never agreed with this, you only own that sidewalk (laughs) when it buckles. In most cities, they will make you pay for that sidewalk, even though you do not own the sidewalk. It's an easement. The couple here does not own that property. That is a city right of way. I'm not saying this is okay. I'm playing I'm playing devil's advocate here. This is not the property of the homeowner. This is the property of the city that happens to be uh, an arm's length away from their front yard. But, but at some point, do you not violate the public nuisance law? I don't know because the man in the tent declined comment on Tuesday. Uh, he can decline comment all he wants. He's, he's still a public nuisance. You, you, you are a nuisance. Listen to this quote. The smell of poo emanates from this Nick Dunn, a spokesperson for the mayor, said the same thing on Tuesday. The city, he said, has been working for a decade to connect this couple, not homeless people in general, to connect this couple with services and shelter. Quoting here from Dunn, but they have to accept those services. We cannot force them. Somebody on the text line has a great idea. Why don't the why don't the couple that lives in the house just water their yard a lot? The last time the city tried to force the matter under a previous administration, the couple just bounced down the street, Scott. They literally will just pick it up and move this. Help people understand how many feet this is. I, I just did. Well, but like in I said it, at its height, it's probably the tent little tent house or whatever it is. You could stand is, if you're is, short. 
I could stand. No, you couldn't. It's five feet tall at most, and I would guess it runs 20 feet by 15 okay. feet. It's I, multiple tarps. I am five foot tall. It's about as tall as Dana, but very, 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 very much wider and deeper. Yes. It's enormous. I, I think it runs 20 feet across and 15 feet deep. So the last time the city tried to force the matter, they just pop up on the opposite corner. We're trying to do this in a way that keeps them from coming back. The tent, they say, has become a bona fide public nuisance. Oh, gosh. The man whose name they do not know bathes outside and exposes himself. And the tent clearly is blocking the entire sidewalk. How is that not a it, nuisance? It's a traffic it's, hazard. It's, blo- it's blocking the sidewalk. It's a traffic hazard. You, you, you don't. Yes, you have a right to be on a sidewalk. You don't have a right to live on a sidewalk. The couple that owns that home, by the way, only enters their home through the back door. Yes, because the smell of excrement out front is so strong. They're pooping in the street, Dana. Uh, by the way, blocking the sidewalk as a homeless camp is uh, not a new thing. It happens in downtown L.A. All constantly. the time. It's called Skid Row. Even outside of Skid Row. The plaintiff's yeah. attorney says the city has shown they are perfectly capable of moving a homeless camp when they want to because they removed one from City Hall last year. That's a great point. If you wanted to move it because it was in front of where you work, yep. the city removes it. Kind of like Kansas City knocked down all what, of those dilapidated properties what, what, right before the All-Star what, game. What I would do is return uh, – I was going to say return fire. That's the wrong term. I would give them what I get. All right? So I would be out at 3 o'clock in the morning banging a, a, a wooden spoon on a pot. I would drive them away from my house. You're pooping in my street. You ever heard of a sprinkler? You don't. That, and, uh, and that's what I agree. Somebody on the text line said, just water your yard. Well. 24-7. I, I would water that yard 24-7, just this one corner. Okay. We, we're, we're at the water we're, bill. We're, Why well, do I always feel so, we're um, really trying to get the grass like to a grow. bad human being when we're talking about this? I don't because know. Because there clearly has to be something going on in this couple's life, the homeless couple. That's not my problem. That this is... This is how they choose to live. And I'm saying choose. I've read the gas, Glass Castle. There are people who choose yes. to be homeless. Jeanette Walls, check it out. Greatest Nine, book ever. 913-586-7798-586-7798. First sign that the apocalypse is upon us, my friends. This story from Reuters, and I know Sam wants to weigh in on this. Oh, this is what I think it is. It's the beginning of the end of the world. (laughs) We're going down. The first human patient implanted with a brain chip from Neuralink. Yep. That's an Elon Musk company. Right. Appears to have fully recovered and is able to control a computer mouse using only their thoughts. (laughs) According to Elon Musk. Going to Macy's.com, is he? Uh, Says Musk in a statement, progress is good. The patient seems to have made a full recovery Mm -hmm. with no ill effects that we are aware of. Patient is able to move a mouse around the screen by just thinking. Okay, you know there's a robot in the showroom of Tesla here because I was there today getting my, I couldn't figure out how to turn my radio on, long story. Uh, And they figured it out in like five seconds. And I texted Travis and I said, I'm on my way in. Will you fix my radio? And because I drive right by it on the way to work, right? Mm-hmm. So I pull into that first space and I look in the window and there is what looks like the Terminator robot in Terminator 2. 2. 
standing in the window. And I briefly saw my son and I go, okay, what, what is going on with that? What? Cause if I walked by that mm-hmm. and that thing like reached out to touch me, I would, you would need like the paddles to revive Dana. So Neuralink is being sold as something that is going to be great for folks with paralysis. Wow. But when you, when you watch their own promotional video, paralysis is only mentioned in the intro and then it goes into how you can use social media to communicate with anybody in the world just by thinking and how that helps people with paralysis. Well, because, Sam, okay, if I said right now, wiggle your right thumb, everyone do that. You don't have to stop and think, okay, what do I, what are the steps that I need to do to wiggle your right thumb? You just do it. That's what they're saying. With this new technology, if you cannot use your legs in the way that we, you and I use our legs, you would just be able to think, I need to walk now and theoretically walk. Hello. We're thrilled to introduce Neuralink's Prime study, the first clinical trial of a groundbreaking experimental device that could help transform the lives of people with paralysis. Imagine the joy of connecting with your loved ones, browsing the web, or even playing games using only your thoughts. This is made possible by placing a small, cosmetically invisible implant in a part of your brain that plans movements. The device is designed to interpret your neural activity so you can operate a computer or a smartphone by simply thinking about moving. Okay. Yeah. Why, do, why, yeah. do, why do they have what? to use the freaky little futuristic English accent dude? Because that makes me think I'm literally in George Orwell's 1984. Is it me? Uh, and I'm all, f- listen, if if somewhere down the road, this helps people who cannot walk or cannot move, move and walk, I'm all for it. No, it's not going to do that. Here we go. But that's where the technology is heading. It what? is. That is where the technology is heading. Wasn't this like on CNN Health in the last couple of years where they were able to implant something in a man's brain, like a chip of some sort, and he was able to get some movement that back. That was on 60 Minutes about a year and a I half I knew ago. it. The technology is heading there. You know, you can love Elon or you can hate Elon, but he's at the forefront of a lot of this stuff. I don't, I don't hate nor do I love him. I'm kind of ambivalent about Elon Musk. Again, I'm not a poo-pooer, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist like Sam. If this helps people who who are paralyzed or disabled, I don't know what the word I'm supposed to use is anymore. Suffering from paralysis. Whatever. Then I'm all for it. Now, if you think you're putting a chip in this brain, uh-uh. Right, but the chip isn't going to... Would it make re- you make sense? No. Okay. <laughs> There's no chip that would make me make sense. Okay, so Ted. we're not putting one in. Okay, Ned. Ted. <laughs> would it make you make sense? No. Elon's like, that technology does not exist. We're, we're, we're centuries away from that. We just don't have it. It doesn't exist. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. Again, if this helps people who can't walk or, you know, God forbid, paralyzed from the neck down, which would just be prison on earth for me, um, I'm all for it. 
But I'm not putting a chip in my brain so that I can communicate with Sam or Dana. I just as soon use my mouth. Telephone number is 913-586-7798. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, wow. Uh, just very quickly, <laughs> not a topic. Uh, we just read you the news. That's what we do. Uh, Sean P. Diddy Combs is denying an illegal filing that he raped a woman 20 years ago in a New York City recording studio when she was 17 years old. Identified only as Jane Doe, she alleges that Combs, along with several others, I'm not going to name them, um, gang-raped her. Uh, there are a lot of allegations tied to Diddy, uh, even allegations from artists that he helped oh, bring to God. the top. Really? That he's a weird dude. But are there charges filed? No. or okay. it's, a, it's a civil lawsuit, is it not? All right. Uh, let me see. Yeah, it's a it's a civil lawsuit from 20 years ago. Uh, I want to remind everyone to go back on podcast, especially the two o'clock hour. If you're wondering where is the parade coverage, um, we spent the entire hour at two o'clock going over the charges, going over the unconscionable decision from one of the alleged shooters' moms to ask for money from this community in her time of grief. Uh, all of that can be found in podcast in the 2 o'clock hour. And I just saw on Channel 9 a contingent of local lawmakers is heading to Washington, D.C. to talk about the parade and the fallout and everything that happened. Okay. So look for that this week. A 25-year-old woman 
was charged 10 days ago after her baby was found dead, having suffered from burns and being left in an oven. Okay, okay, wait, wait, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm just reporting the news. No, no, it is 540, and you know how much I love you, but Sam tried to get me to listen to this story in the newsroom, and Sam, what did I say? I believe your quote was exactly, um, let me stop you right there, no, no, no. Okay. As she just said to you. I mean, stop, like, there are some things that are so horrible, we are just moving on. Her bond was reduced. Which is ridiculous. Uh, CBS News, Americans are increasingly skeptical of the value of a post-secondary education at a time when college attendance costs are soaring. In some cases, those doubts may be justified according to new analysis of earnings data from roughly 4,000 colleges and other higher education programs. Listen to this. A decade after enrolling, attendees of one in four higher education programs earn less than the median annual income of $32,000 for high school graduates, which means one out of every four college graduates comes out of college making less than somebody with a high school diploma. Wow. One out of every four okay. college graduates. But is that makes one out less. of every four majoring in something that is not <clears throat> going to pay any dividend whatsoever financially? It might be um, fulfilling for you. And I, mm. I'm not going to name the majors because I don't want to knock people who study those things. Art Broadcasting. History. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Sam. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Low-hanging fruit. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. I'm not surprised at all by that, but I don't think it's for the reasons that you think. I don't think it's because college education is worthless. I think that there are times where, you know, you go down a path because you're really passionate about X. Well, keep in mind that only includes 38% of the population. Only 38% of folks in the U.S. have a... College degree. degree, correct. So but, of that 38. But one out of four of them who go to school for four years get out of school making less than what their counterparts who only got a high school diploma earn. Correct? Correct. By the way, if you're wondering what the degrees are that earn less, cosmetology, religious programs, art. I know. Parents, let me tell you something right now. And I mean this with all the sincerity in my heart. When young Johnny or Jill comes to you and they want to go to the University of Arkansas or UMKC or Nebraska or KU or K-State or Mizzou, M-I-Z-Z-O-U, if they ever tell you that they want to get a degree in art history, you tell them, no. I'm not going to say that. I will. I think you can become the curator of a very large museum with a degree in art history and do very, very well. Do most people come out with that degree paying off all of their loans and, and, you know, with a six figure salary? My guess is no, but there is money to be made and fulfillment to be had in that realm of life. It's not my deal. It's not your deal. Maybe get a secondary major in that. Yes. Maybe business, maybe major in business with a secondary in art history. Yes. And then, We'll start our low-paying job at the Nelson Atkins and try to work our way up to curator. 
probably won't make it, but we'll try. If your child comes to you and says, I want to be a teacher, let me tell you, that's God's calling right there. That's fine. But have them go to a public school. There's no need to go to Creighton or Northwestern or Harvard to become a teacher. Go to KU. Go to K-State. Go to Mizzou. You don't need $200,000 in debt to be a teacher. I know, but Scott, we then need to have an institutional conversation about the extreme cost of getting that education degree during a time where it is very hard to hire and retain good teachers. I, I'm all for, listen. Unless you come from an independently wealthy family. I, and, and, and I think going to school to be a teacher is a calling from God. I really believe that. Because you know you're going to pay more than you're going to make. And you're just trying to help kids out. I applaud you. Go to a public university. The degree is still the same. And they need you just the same when you get out. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. 586-7798. By the way, the average college student debt borrower owes $37,000. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Telephone number is 913-586-7798. We will get to your calls, your comments in just a moment. Sam Stevie, Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. I am so tired, and I've had a gallon of iced tea What's today. What's going on with you? Well, I've had a gallon of iced tea. Did you see how big that was? Yeah, I did. It was a large, it was a large tub of iced tea. I'm a tea. huge fan of Wendy's iced tea, okay? And I go today right on my way into work, and I'm, I'm trying to drink more liquids, and you know that I cannot stand water. And, you know, the little squirty squirt stuff that I put in it's probably not the best for you. So I thought, you know what, today I'm going to get an iced tea. So I've been hopped up on, is that 44 ounces of caffeine all day? It might be 60. I don't even know what that size was. It's the one that doesn't even fit in your car. It's so big. And I think that maybe that's not, I should maybe do half-calf next time. Because I, you know, when you have so much caffeine, you're just like, Rah! and then, you know, what happens? There's a crash. Well, you don't take your meds. No, I did take my meds. And so about 30 minutes ago, Scott looked at me and I go, can you just finish this? I just, I, I really, I'm tired. And he goes, <laughs> Sam, he goes, this is a talk show, and I go, and I'm asking you to talk. Oh, oh. <laughs> I did say that to her. Uh, speaking of caffeine, by the way, I was at Panera the other day. Oh, do We've give us the We've been talking about these caffeine-charged the lemonade lemonades, things, right? Yeah, two deaths, yeah. two deaths. And in, however many lawsuits, I think we're up to like four now. Yep. Uh, I believe you're right. I pull up to the drive through window, mm -hmm. and on the left side of the drive through window, it's no longer a window. It's now a poster. The poster says, smaller letters, charged sips, and then gigantic letters Will contains caffeine. <laughs> and caffeine is underlined. And then it goes through the flavors. But they are just making it known now. You go well, up to that like, window, you like get a charged over, lemonade. Overly obvious. But wait, were, did you go, know. wait, were you inside or in the drive-thru? This was in the drive-thru. Okay, because the last time I went in to my Mission Panera right here that I love, they have moved the self-service charged lemonade that we know now know has more caffeine in it than any human being should guzzle True. in one sitting. Uh, they have now moved it behind the counter. You can't just self-serve that anymore. And I said from the beginning that's what they need to do 
So you don't have like a seven-year-old going over and then, you know, walking out like he's on crack. So then the poster goes into each flavor and how much caffeine each flavor has. And then in the bottom, in all caps, it says consume in moderation, not recommended for children, people sensitive to caffeine, pregnant or nursing women. Okay. Or people. Well, I, I, I am still shocked they have not removed it, but maybe our lawyers would say by removing it. They're admitting guilt. Correct. Go to John and Lawrence. John, what up? Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon to you. Just, um, I love the conversation about whether parents should tell their kids about uh, degrees and such. My wife and I were fortunate to put Sue through the University of Kansas. They're able to come out debt-free. One's now in law school. One gets out in May. But we, absolutely, even though they aren't going to have any debt from undergrad, we absolutely had the conversation about the earning potential of those majors, and is this really something you think you can do? And, and the, you know, the, the cost-benefit analysis of that. I mean, it's no different than if your parent, your son came up and said, hey, Dad, I found this great property. It's 300000 and I'm making fifteen. I figure I could probably buy this. What do you think? He'd probably say uh, no. So I think we, we owe it to our children as they're getting ready to make this investment to say, let's think about other things or give them the name the uh, truck driving school instead. I don't know. No, no it's it, it's a great point. Uh, we we had that conversation with with Sarah when when she went to college, she wanted to get into journalism. And I said, "Oh, sweetheart, what are you doing?" <laughs> thought about being an engineer. And I she goes, I, "Well, I want to do what you do." Yeah. Cuz they think and and I'm not saying what we do is rocket science or digging ditches. I'm not saying that. But I think for our kids, there's a part of them that thinks Anybody can just do it. stumbled into this room just right out of school. And, and that could, you know, this could not be further from the truth. Yes. And, and I know that, that. What is this? You're 29 for me, 28 for me, I think. In the business? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm old. I'm on year 30. So you're on year 28. Fire covered it. Trial was there. Dead body in the street. Saw it. Murder. Cross the yellow tape. Murder trial? Sat there. Okay. Sex scandal? Mm, covered it. Yep. What is this, word association? I'm just saying <laughs> it, It. you know. Been there, done that. One of the kids the other day actually said to me, and I laughed out loud, I've got to come up with like a current topic of something that's in the news. And I go, oh, yeah, that'd be so awesome if you had someone to ask about that. I had somebody the other day. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me right I, now? I had somebody. Are the you other... asking for my help or just complaining about an assignment? I had somebody the other day turn to me and go, you know, I'm just going to start a podcast. I go, you're just going to start a podcast. And people are just going to naturally listen. It's not as easy as it looks. I'm just going to start a podcast. I take my, my, my views to the air. Okay. Uh, Tyson in Independence. Tyson, hello. Hey, guys. Love the show. Thank you. It's yours. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, I worked with young people for 15 years, uh, both with college and high schoolers. And one thing I've realized is just helping them figure out what they want to do through internships and things like that. And I also think we we need to go back to having uh, like certifications rather than just college degrees. Uh, back in 1970, I had a friend who was a histotech, works at KU Med right now. They got two year, like two year certifications. 
Now you have to have a four-year degree, and they want you to get a master's. So I think a lot of it's just gone to where let's figure out what people are passionate about and also let's make this a little more simpler for people. What do you mean make it more simpler? And by the way, Meaning, more and simpler don't need to be together. It's just simpler. Yeah, you're right. Uh, first off, I have a college degree and a master's degree, so I'm not, I'm not hating on college. I think it's great. But two years of college are general ed classes that a lot of people do in high school. Uh, a lot of that. And so why are these not two-year degrees? Why do they have to be four? That, that's what I mean by simpler. Like, let's, let's get down to what they're going to school for rather than fill in classes. Now, you, you'll get no argument from me in, the, in that regard. Like, narrow it down. I mean, th- there were so many classes in college where I thought to myself, the only reason I'm in Eastern Civ is so that KU can make some more money. There, there. I, I took nothing from Eastern Civ. I don't remember anything from Eastern Civ, and I've never used it in the 30 years that I've been out of college. I couldn't care less. Could not care less. And then there was the Western Civ 1 and 2 that I took at Nebraska that KU said was not the same when I transferred to KU, and I had to take Western Civ 1 and 2 again. Oh, no, the anchor classes are... I took They're Western worthless. Civ, wait for it, wait for it, and Eastern Civ. Do you want to know what a shaman is? I could probably we just retrieve that. that file somewhere in my mind. When have you ever used anything you learned in Eastern Civ in your professional career? I know Go. how to pronounce shaman. I knew how to pronounce that before I took Eastern <laughs> Civ. I do remember thinking, why is this relevant to my life? <laughs> it, it, it's a money grab by the university. Yeah. I could have been in it. Okay, I, but listen, I'll say the same thing. And it's not a money grab. I'll say the same, same thing about high school. The pandemic taught us a whole lot. And one of the things was those kids do not need to be there four years. The only thing my anchor class has taught me is that I am able to retain a wealth of useless knowledge that will never have any benefit to me whatsoever. Well, I remember learning in Western Civ One who Louis Fourteenth was. And all who? I know now, yeah, exactly. All I know now is that he was a king of France, and I have no idea what he did. I have no idea. And I couldn't care less. I have no idea what Louis XIV did. I think he had a lot of wives and may have killed some of them. I have no idea. I took some advanced math class at KU. <laughs> we know. <laughs> <laughs> well played. All right, we got to run. <laughs> the bonus hour is next. <laughs> Don't forget to check out the podcast. The Dana Parks podcast available anytime you want, anywhere you go. Just go to kmbz.com. Our producer today, the finest man in these United States, the great Sam Stevie the Third, my good friend and co-host Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks, and God willing, we're back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Have a great night. Be safe, be well, and be good. See you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.